All right, guys, it's Jake back with you with uh, Flockcast episode. We got Colin Long, our co-host. What's going on, Colin? Hey, I'm back from the dead. <laughs> yeah, man, Colin jet-setting across the country the past, like, week, flying around all over the place. Uh, I'm coming at you here from Columbus, Ohio, another beautiful fall day. Uh, it is Thursday, December 6th, and uh, last episode we had Flock moderator Dustin Miller on. If you didn't get a chance to listen to that, we uh, went over the Ziggy's Outdoor Show in North Carolina, and uh, if you get a chance, uh, follow our Instagram. We're always trying to put more Pigeons content out into the internet interweb so give us a follow at Flockcast podcast but today we have special guests tony waldron and ashley bachata what's going on guys hey, hey, what up? <laughs> yo yo all right sweet so tony and ashley well all of us were in baltimore this past week and, and got to see pigeons kick off their 15th anniversary tour in their hometown at the eight and by what 10. What a heater this weekend was, Jake. Holy shit. I'm still riding high for these three nights. It was amazing. Oh, yeah. You guys made all three shows. I uh, only made Friday and Saturday. But uh, yeah, let's just go ahead and hop right into Thursday night. Nice. Yeah. I have to say, I'll rank it as my second favorite night of the three. Um, but Really, the, the funny thing I thought was the Hell Yeah opener. Uh, I think everybody was a bit surprised with the choice, not hating on it whatsoever. Uh, but definitely, I think everyone was expecting some sort of deep cut, and they came out with that. And it really, I think it caught everyone off guard, but then really kind of set the pace for the night. So it was definitely a Hell Yeah on that opener. It definitely was a good opener choice. <laughs> it came out ball swinging with the opener. Yeah, I have something other than the original openers too that yeah we i think all- a lot of people are expecting like a pop-off or you know something along those lines and then uh you know boom you get a newer song it's definitely uh you know but hey if you if the pitches do what we expect them to do they're not that good anymore right. so i like to keep us guessing keep us up keep us, the, keep us on our toes we're always looking for those things i'm just glad they didn't like do uh fox and toad or something like <laughs> Because it's so unexpected <laughs> that it's expected, you know, like. Yeah, the hell yeah, definitely caught me off guard. I was tuning in on the Facebook where they gave the two first uh, opening songs, but the hell yeah, I mean that set the tone for the entire weekend. Hell yeah, we're here at the eight by ten, and then they go into the too long because it's been too long since they've been there. Yeah, much so, too long, and I think that's where everyone was like got excited because I mean, who doesn't love it too long? And uh, <laughs> you don't, Ashley. You don't like too no, long. No, I do. What do you got against too long? Huh? I'm yeah, always thing? looking for that as an opener. So <laughs> to see it as song too, I was just as happy. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Yeah, and then from there, I think the, the song, I, one of the songs I was most looking forward to hearing was going to a French cafe. From there. You know, first time played since Home Fest, so it's, uh, I guess, it's a bust-out territory at this point, I guess. Yeah, it was really nice. They definitely jammed on it, too. Yeah, yeah I would. Definitely. 
I would definitely agree French Cafe is a bust out at this point. I mean, oh, yeah. uh, the only other time I've seen it is in uh, Bloomington, Indiana, I think, like for a Valentine's show like four years ago. So, right. yeah, yeah so funny. French Cafe. And then they, I think they played it at a uh, Marvin's Mountaintop uh, Dome Fest, too. I was going back away, so it's definitely a rare, a rare play. So you know, coming back to the eight by ten, I'm sure they played it eight by ten plenty of times in the years. But for me, the next song going into Elefante, it's maybe one of my favorite jams of the night. I, I remember looking over and being like, "This is a dark elephant, dude. What the hell?" Like I thought yes, the jam just I got like deep and dark. Yes, I thought that same thing. <laughs> like a little evil elefante. But I'm it was nice. <laughs> Yeah, and then and then taking the energy back up from the kind of that darker dance jam into a Julia, which I thought they really just crushed from start to finish. That was a good Julia. Yeah, I I had shoe halfway off. It was it was almost off. <laughs> I was thinking I was, about it. I was, I was trying, just thinking about it. I was trying it. to get Dustin Miller to take his shoe off. I was trying to get him hyped up. <laughs> Turn it into a little Julia. <laughs> but did did that was that just a standalone julia or did that go into this new debut feed the fire no that was a standalone were julia there was yeah. a break before the new song i think all the new songs got an announcement so. yeah yeah okay yeah cool. so but yeah the first the first of the, the the new songs of the weekend feed the fire and personally of the three but the new songs we got i think this was my favorite one of the three I really enjoyed just the entire full song, start to finish, the jam, everything about it was just real good, feel good song. I the first I also agreed and thought that the first one was the one that I like resonated the most at the time with. Once I go back and listen to all three, so I don't remember what any of them sounded like now, but I remember I was most hyped up during the first one, the first night. Yeah, yeah like you're you're in somewhere old, something new. Uh, you know, something borrowed, something blew it up, and that was it. <laughs> yes. And 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 let's just not forget the call out. I think by this time in the set, Ben was on his fourth costume change. <laughs> yes, he, he was definitely in the costumes this weekend. <laughs> I mean, ben, ben had more costume changes than a Lady Gaga concert. It was hilarious, dude. I was loving it. Uh, every every night he kept stepping it up, dude. I just got to call that out. It was hilarious, dude. I really enjoyed to see what he's going to throw on next. How many beanies he could wear at once. How many different colored beanies he had. I kept looking over and I'm like, where is he getting all this shit from? Right. Well, he, well, mind you, it's never Let's planned. He's just. The Resnicks, they were up there. Uh, with the, the crowd. Co- <laughs> they were up there with the costume changes. Yeah, you know, he's just pu- pulling whatever he finds, he's pulling it off. You know, he's like, oh, I like that. I'm going to take that from that guy that's out in the crowd. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he, he was totally pulling off. But then just going there from a, a closer set with a live it up, I thought was just a real great set one closer. I was uh, so pumped for that. I needed it. I loved it. It was everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah I was just. You even want more, man. Like, that's not like a set closer usually. Yeah. No, that's usually mid set. Yeah, mid set. It was beautiful. Yeah. Because we were just listening to the Live It Up from uh, Atlantic City today while we were out doing some errands and stuff. And yeah, that was a good one. One of my favorite songs. So I was very happy to get that one. (laughs) Yeah. So that, that wrapped up first set and it was only. 
six songs so you know they jammed those out pretty they did pretty long long. yeah it was it was the too long french cafe elefante i mean the julia jam wasn't super long it was kind of a i guess we call it standard length julia yeah hell yeah yeah i felt like hell yeah went a little lengthy i remember at one point asking dustin miller are we still on hell yeah and he's like hell yeah Yeah, had the set break and then they come back into set two with uh definitely a bust out um which was a great set two opener i think how often do you get those french cafe on the rise in one night that's and and uh no yeah that was those ones yeah, so from there they go into a, you know kind of your standard King Kong into you know move like that, which I kind of felt like just kind of you know cruising through the second set with a couple of you know fan favorites there, but you know yeah. for me they go into that wait list, and I feel like that's when the second set really kind of hit like next level, like, like let's go. Yeah, uh, I was pretty pumped for that one. I really like wait list. The real yep. peak of the set started right there. <laughs> Yeah, then going right from that into the Avalanche, uh, which, you know, I, I can't get enough of Avalanche, but I thought it was funny when they were going into Crosstown, I felt there was some either debate on when to time into it, and I couldn't tell if they were trying to figure out what song to jam into or just when they were actually going to crack into it, because I saw, like, uh, Jeremy's looking over at Ben, and they're kind of like... Right. Like, oh, they like definitely were like, at Crosstown. But it just takes me back to Asheville when they bust that one out. So I was like yeah, super yeah. excited to get some cross town oh, traffic. Yeah. I remember that. That was great. Yeah. But then right after that, going into landing, which you know, again, you got like, you know OG track bringing it back to the eight by ten with a sick jam attached to it. Yeah. And it was yeah. funny at the landing, I was in my head thinking, all right, they're going to close landing set here. Another street. Yeah, landing right backflip landing on the feet. But I thought that was going to be the end of the set. So, like, I was like, all right, we're, you know, it's just like 11.30 at that time, and I thought they were going to be done by 12. And then all of a sudden, yeah. when I saw them breaking the time to ride, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> That's like, oh, God, another song. And then we got so Usually, any night I want them to play all night long, they end early. And the night where I have, like, stuff to do the next day and I want to try to get home early, get some sleep, of course, they're going to play late, which, hey, no complaints they here. <laughs> I know what they're doing. <laughs> so then I was like, okay, time to ride the end of the set. And then, no, Gator comes in with the hi-hat, come for a sunny day. And I'm like, oh, fuck. We got a long way to go still. We're not done by a long shot. <laughs> yeah, and I was just watching along through their Instagram stories at this point because I was at work, and I work until midnight. And I was thinking, yeah, they're definitely probably done after – uh, the crop crossed uh, well they did like a post for landing and I thought they were definitely done after that because I didn't see anything going on like online or in the flock or anything but then they see the post about the gangster's paradise because of the nod to Coolio who passed away mm-hmm. which I thought was super cool I mean you know as a, as a cool. 90s kid you know that's a song that I remember you know when it came out how big a deal that was Greg crushes the rap as expected, right? Greg yes, the rap, yeah. we all know that. Yep. <laughs> right. You um, kept it serious, too. I fully expected him to do, like, a Versa Amish Paradise. <laughs> <laughs> that would not have surprised me at all. 
Dude, that's like one song I know all the words to. I used to be obsessed with Weird Al growing up, and I'm actually pumped for this new movie that's coming out about with Daniel Radcliffe in it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but they wrapped that right. They wrapped that up the the whole show with Sunny Day, and they come out with Zydeco, another I think a, a, a bust out. Uh, Which we had favorite too. <laughs> oh, look, I'll, uh, yeah. The Zydeco, I remember uh, Jake and we were. Like that to me was like the last time I saw that, and I, I, I love Zydeco, especially when they throw the "Somewhere Over the Rainbow" jam in there. I mean, Jeremy was just going crazy on that for such like a beautiful song. Just watching him just rip it so hard, it was cool. Yeah, so cool. I love every time when they do that combo. It's always good. Uh, and he's a deco sandwich for me. Yep, that's one of my favorite ones. When it's the bread. And I love to get that as an encore. Like, that's a good way to really close the night on a high note. <laughs> no doubt about it. <laughs> but yeah, that concluded the first night and uh, definitely set the weekend off on a, uh, on a on a strong pace at that point. You know, new songs, old songs, you know, stuff off the new album, stuff that goes way back. So, you know, they definitely wanted to pepper just all the different songs in there and keep everybody guessing what was going to come on next. But you know, it really left me kind of wondering, like, shit, what are they going to do night two now? Like, I, you know, there's so much, so much opportunity. Yeah, Thursday was probably, I don't know, Thursday and, and Saturday for me, like, they're in a tie for first. I really loved Thursday a lot. Yeah, look, Thursday, Thursday was the vibe, no doubt. But then, yeah. you know, Friday we had Jake jump in. So, uh, you know, we had the big man in the house. The, no, hey, I was, uh, I could That's not sleep. After, I could not sleep after work on uh, on what was that Thursday? So Friday morning, I was on the road at like nine, and uh, I was uh, you know, bopping along eastbound and down to <laughs> to Baltimore, and I was stopping by Chesney's house just to say hello because she's like right there uh, along the way and hadn't seen her new place. So I was going to stop by and just pop in. And I get a call from Ben and Ben calls me. He's like, Hey man, I need you to do me a favor. I need you to drive this Penske truck from the eight by 10 to my new house. So I'm like, uh, all right. So before the show, I end up helping Ben move into his new house, uh, (laughs) with the hair freaking crew truck. So that started out my night uh ben was thinking who do i know that's tall and strong and can carry boxes Jake's coming to town. <laughs> yeah yeah he's like i need i need a favor from you i'm like oh yeah what's that he's like i need you to have fun tonight but uh also drive this penske truck through downtown baltimore where you've never even been in your life before <laughs> good time. let's do good it <laughs> but yeah i mean yeah i'd never been to baltimore never been to the eight by ten and when you know i got there I was like, dang, yeah, this is a very, very small venue. But I was like, this is going to be a super, super fun night. So I posted up dead center right in the middle, right behind Dustin Miller, right behind Lee. Right in front. Yeah, Mr. Lee, right behind him in front of Greg. And, you know, they come out with the Yo Soy Fiesta opener and that was that was fun. I, I don't, For I'm, me, it was, it was. I thought it was pretty special because I was at the uh, the Ramshead show in 2018. I want to say when they first debuted it. So 
Well, they're oh, only a few, right. a few yeah. miles away from where that song was first played. So I thought, you know, coming full circle, bring it back to Baltimore. Yeah, normally I don't like a Yo Soy Fiesta, but this one at the 8x10 just felt very good and very right, and they killed it. I thought it was more playful, too, especially when they went to the Cantina Band jam. Yeah. Like, Jeremy was he was laughing while he was kind of just laying that down. I know. I like I love watching Jeremy. More than normal. I don't know if they played it a little slower or what was going on, but it didn't sound – the notes were like – It was different, yeah, for sure. It's ringing. But that was last time played 2019, so for sure a bust out there to, to throw that in a little Yo Soy sandwich. Muy caliente. <laughs> yeah, the, the cantina theme definitely broke up the Yo Soy Fiesta. But then they went into Whoopi Instrumental, which was fun. That was good. <laughs> Whoopi the funk. You know, everyone was yelling Whoopi. that. Every time it comes on, I think it's the landing. But then we already knew we got the landing, so I knew it was Whoopi right away. Yeah. And then they went into Then their... right from that Whoopi, right into another new song, Philosophy. Or at first, philo they, they were philo, philo philosophy. <laughs> how do you pronounce it? Uh, we'll, we'll figure it out eventually. But I don't think they announced this as a new song. They started playing it. And I remember a lot of people looking around going, what, is this a cover? Is this a new song? Like, what is this? Like, we were super confused. But all four of it was definitely a great new song. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was very catchy. I like that one. Yeah, yeah of the two, right. of the okay. two debuts, I was able to catch. Uh, this one wasn't as the, the the nights. We'll talk about it, but the Saturday night one was more of my favorite one. But yeah, the yep. philo philosophy song into offshoot. Uh, I don't remember any of them. I just remember everybody's reactions. <laughs> The offshoot was great. I think, you know, it's another time where I, I subliminally made that happen earlier in the day at my trade show. There was a, people are walking around these offshoot shirts on. Uh -huh. and I, remember, I, I remember saying, cool shirt. This band plays a great version of that. And they're like, what? I'm like, nothing. And <laughs> just walked away. <laughs> that was a really good offshoot yeah. on Friday. That was very action-y. Yeah. Yeah. From there, they went into Sorcerer, which for me, is a song that I wish I'd played more. I really, really love that song a lot. And uh, call yeah. out my buddy Luke for wearing my Sorcerer pin. I helped think, think that he helped me summon the Sorcerer that night for sure. Yeah, when it first came on, I was like, damn, they shelved the song, didn't they? Yeah, they haven't played it much. And so it's been a yeah. handful of times. And it's a really good song. Yeah, Greg crushes the vocals on that. That's yeah. that's why I enjoy it so much. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was going to be like the theme song to the Presto album. Right? I, I can see it as being the theme song of like an 80s movie of like uh, about like a kid who becomes a sorcerer and that's like the theme song, yeah. of, right? <laughs> yeah. Is is that is it on the Presto album? No. I don't I don't even I don't know. I don't think. No. But that would have been a, That would have been a way better one than Elefante. Yeah. I a little more fitting, too, considering it's, you know, the, the Sorcerer on the cover. But, you know, hey, maybe the next album will be more fitting for. Yeah. But then they go into fun. Yay! Yeah, mid-set, mid-set, it's, it's, Mid it's a good... Mid-first set, fun and fun, boom, great placement. It yeah, was a good placement for it. I'll give them that. That's yeah. what I went and got a beer and closed out my tab at that point. Yeah. <laughs> 
but wireless wireless was was fun uh Wireless is always fun. Wireless I was definitely was looking for that one this weekend, and I'm very happy that they did it at the 8x10. I just, that's a great song. They stretched it out a little bit. They didn't speed, you know, it wasn't like a little wireless. It was a good one. And then into the town. Uh, but the town's <laughs> been in my head since. Can't stop because there ain't no sun. Can't stop because there ain't no sun. It's been in my head ever it's since. It's been I in my head all weekend. <laughs> right. The next morning, I'm just, it just, Greg's head can't stop because they're right now. And that's the first yeah, time that song actually like really hit me hard and I was like really, really into it. Like it's it, I'm sold on the town now for sure. Yep, same. Always and that, that wrapped up the set. And that's and uh at set break I was looking around and when I first saw Colin, I noticed that he had a tie-dye on. I was like, Oh, nice shirt, man. And then I look at Dustin and he had a tie-dye on. But who made like, oh, nice shirt. Yeah, nice shirt. And then I look, and then Ashley has a tie-dye on. And then I, and I'm like, oh, nice shirt. And then Jack has a tie-dye on. And then more and more and more people have tie-dyes on. I'm like, oh, man, all these people are wearing tie-dyes that me and Tiffany made. <laughs> so that was, like, really something cool uh, that night. Uh, Got to support the homies, man. We I'm always it. trying to support the flock fam, however we can. <laughs> yeah, and it's, I really appreciate that. So that was really something special. And then uh, set two, they came out uh, with Lost in Line, and I, I'm really enjoying Lost in Line. It has another Greg rap into it, and from the eighth, it, how they're doing like the intro into it and stuff like that is it's really funky and fun. Yeah. I, I think set two, maybe the sing one of the single best sets from the whole weekend. I think it, that that set fucked from start to finish. It was yeah. just, it was just hit after hit. Just, ugh, I, I was going hard the whole set. I, I think they packed that thing so deep. Yeah, it it set two. I would agree with you from my, my the two shows that I went to overall. This this set was so so good. They, you know, they did. Penguins. I didn't know that penguins was coming. Definitely not expecting it because How like, not so Greg. I feel like when Greg's going down that road talking, I'm like, I look over and I'm like, penguins. And then did you see my penguin boy Steve raging in the rail? He was going yeah. crazy. Yeah, I saw him. But I mean, Greg had talked in set one, and I I wasn't expecting pigeon. I mean, any penguins in that either. So like, even when he was talking, I was not expecting a horizon. I thought it was. Yeah, I was calling horizon. I think when he was talking. Yeah, so like it's Even a little bit unexpected. Yeah, but then from there, going into the funky jam, where just you know, I was I knew they were gonna hit it, but man, that was just like everyone was dancing hard, man. The, the place yeah. was shaking at that point. Yeah, and and uh, for set two, uh, Gator was wearing like this uh, what was it, lavender. Oh yeah, uh, button down. <laughs> yeah, with his, that's right. with his chest out. It was so pretty. But the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tiffany said the same thing. She loved the shirt, but then he 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 came out second set in this big old chain. <laughs> so he had this open lavender shirt with like this big like chain with I think like a leopard head on it that he got from Matt Wyman in the crowd like during set break he just like grabbed it off Matt's head and just like I'm gonna wear this and he came out so like during the up funk's uh drum solo he's just fucking crushing it with his uh open chest and this freaking (laughs) chain flying around he was dripping with sweat and sexy that's for fact 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. He knew it was his solo. Yeah, that, that up front went all the way, start to finish. It, it had all the pieces. Gator had just a, you know, a good solo in there, uh, which, you know, look, up funk is one of my favorite songs. So, you know, hearing them take that the distance is, uh, is always a treat. But speaking of treats, a little bit of Ben up next. I mean, that was, uh, you know, what was he in the tuxedo at that point? I think he had a bow tie on for hit the ground running. He had his nice hat on. Yeah. yeah. He, it was during the up funk solo. I saw him. He was like a the drum solo. He's like changing. He's like putting the tie on. He's like getting ready. He knows what's up next. <laughs> yeah, he, he stole my base, my Bass Pro Shops hat that I got. That's away, right. right. That's oh, okay. right. I knew I saw that hat somewhere. <laughs> no, yeah, because I thought it was a Bass Pro Shop. Oh yeah, he ended up taping up the shops part and just had it as bass pro. <laughs> oh my Nailed god, it. I didn't even notice that. That's so great. <laughs> oh. Yeah, and I still don't have that back. So Ben, ah. I'm, tie- I'm trying to tie dye that thing. Don't lose it. Ben, he knows where you live. He will come and get it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they go in there. Hit the ground running after Up Funk and uh, Horizon, which was I pretty much expected to be heard at the eight by ten. It needed to be done there. <laughs> yeah, I, I always love Horizon. I end up jumping in the air by the end of that song, so like it's, it's just one of those. When the, it the, started, the started to cry a little bit, <laughs> but then I went into full dance mode, and it was it was a beautiful Horizon. Hugs were going all around. Like, so I, I wasn't crying. You were crying. I'm not crying. I was definitely <laughs> crying. <laughs> I was definitely crying. <laughs> Horizon, go into Twitch. Uh, the Twitch Sammy. Oh, that was just, nom, 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 nom. Give that to me. This the moment the, of the night. <laughs> this is the highlight of the weekend right here. Yeah, I agree with you Watch totally, that. Tony. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that echoes, and then with the no quarter teases. Yeah. Uh, as yeah, as well, and I was wearing my tool shirt that night too. Oh, so like, oh, nice, nice. Yeah. So when I heard the no quarter, I was, like it instantly made me think of that. Uh, the cover that tool does on for Tool's no cover quarter. No quarter. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So yeah, and then they did they slow. Yeah, they did the slow pitch at the end when they. Uh, I think that's the slowest time they did that. And what are they calling that? Calling that switch or whatever? Slow theme. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's perfect? <laughs> yeah. And then wrap up uh, that set with distant times. And after that echoes, I was just, you know, just floored to the ground. So whatever came afterwards. I think the distant times of them calling out that it's going to be a long time before they play there again. And I'm sure there'll be a time when it will happen, but it's going to be a hot minute before they're back in that building for sure. Yeah, unfortunately. It was distant times. Was, uh, you know, when it came on, I also thought, man, they shelved this one too, didn't they? Uh, <clears throat> they don't take it out as much as often, but, you know, going into the encore, I, I looked over and I go, 100 bucks says they're going to dock encore. And uh, <laughs> they, do, they do the switch up, Sukasa, yeah. which I thought perfect, yeah. perfect. But then, then Renzetti was walking by, and I'm like, "Now they play in Doc," and he goes, "100 <laughs> <laughs> percent." They should have drugged that. I don't know. They should have drugged him in there, right? 
Yeah. 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 The Sukasa was, uh, it, it was sick. I, you know, that's another song, especially going back to the 8x10 to play. I think it was important they played that song there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool to hear that there. This is our first show at the 8x10, so it was cool to hear all these songs there. For Pigeon. I mean, there's most of the people in the audience, that was, that was their first time in the 8x10. I think at one point, Greg goes, who's been here before? You know, who's here first time? And it was more people's first time than people who had been there before. So definitely, yeah. like... You know, a, a fresh experience for a lot of people who are not like old Baltimore fam or anything like that. So, it was, you know, it was so cool they got back into that building. Uh, yeah. You know, going back to the 8x10, the, the, the OG venue for them, it's, uh, you know, obviously a little special place. Yeah, you know, at the, near the end of the show, I turned around and I looked and um, Jeremy's wife, Kathleen, was there with Rudman and just watching her look up at Jeremy and like the love that she had in her eyes for him was just so special. And just so cool, you know, to see that she was there and she was able to support him. So that was really nice. I, I think I had the same look in my eyes, though. So <laughs> well, you're not married to the guy. I, there's, I still, there's still time. There's still time. Point. Hey, but if you think about it, Colin probably sees uh, Jeremy more than uh, Kathleen does. Yeah, he probably <laughs> in the grand scheme of things. <laughs> he probably does. <laughs> you know, I thought about that, and I was like, the past three years, I was like, yeah, I see these guys more than their wives do. This is kind of getting weird. But not really. That's why. <laughs> I have weird, fucking... But it's okay. That's well, why I have a podcast. Wives for letting us uh, see them more. <laughs> sharing the event with us but 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 from there you know look there was a uh you know a a hotly contested venue change for night three obviously some inclement weather by our uh, old friend mr ian blowing up from florida uh, caused a change which it was a bummer for some people because i know it was kind of a frustrating change if people weren't on it fast enough (laughs) um but i would say from venue i've been to soundstage before i was so excited to see it go to soundstage uh because i really like that venue i've heard mixed reviews about it but i thought you know, with, with the weather being iffy, it was it was a pivot that they were quick to make. And I'm, I'm sure there was a lot of people that went into the effort it took to just change venue on the fly last minute like that. So yeah. props to the Pigeons management and everybody who Jeremy, I'm sure, was involved that had to put that together to make that happen versus just canceling altogether and we got nothing. For real. Yeah. And t- talk about a, a stressful situation for a small band to able to pull something off like that. So yeah. Yeah, like you said, man, kudos on everyone involved on that just because that they were able to end up getting up on stage in the first place. Because yeah. some things are out of the band's control and them just yep. trying to get on stage just to play is, you know, like a treat for everyone. So, like, just... And the venue was actually very nice, I thought. We did, we had never been in there before. And, the you know, everybody that worked there was great. The whole venue was great. You really didn't have a bad spot. Yeah, it's a, it's yeah. a great spot. I, I started to see the Disco Biscuits there years ago. It was just kind of a random show. So, uh, you know, having that experience there, I was, I was excited to go back. You know, it was so. super, and it was sold out, too. And it was, it was pretty out. packed in there. It was more packed to us, at least in the f- rail front area. Yes. It was super tight at the soundstage compared to the 8x10. Yeah, I had more room both nights at the 8x10 than I did at the soundstage. It got super crammed quick. <laughs> yeah, I try. I tried to stay down there uh, for, like, the beginning of the first set and the beginning of the second set, and I had to end up leaving because people's faces were in my face. 
Oh, gosh. I just couldn't even move at that point. So I was just like, all right, I'm going. Yeah, it right. was it was rough trying to take a set break and a bathroom break and trying to come back through that crowd. It was very tight. Yeah. Yeah. Not the soundboard had space, dude. I was vibing back there. You guys are crazy on the rail, but that's a separate conversation. Yeah, it is. But we had a great time. Yeah, I was able to end up getting up into that like little reserve section. So I was like, had some breathing room, but, but, yeah, that was my first time in there, so I wasn't really sure, like, what the best plan of action would be as far as uh, where I was going to hang all night. But they came out, guns a-blazing. Uh, pop, pop. Pro- pop, 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 pop opener. <laughs> yeah, so that set the tone. Always love pop-off. That's how you kick it off. It. Yeah. Yeah, and they were not holding back for this show. You know, they like we were just talking about it was, uh, you know, that game time decision they had to do. So they were coming out high energy, uh, guns a blazing, pop off in the Henrietta. Mm-hmm. Uh, Henrietta is just one of those songs that get people singing, you know. It definitely it did that. <laughs> no doubt. And then and then James straight into one of my favorite songs of late is Skinner. I yeah, I started really... fully going into freak mode at about that point of the night and it didn't slow down from there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. He's not joking, ladies and gentlemen. Because <laughs> as I as I progressively saw you through the night, Colin. The more and more intense the hugs were. Let's oh, just say that. Everything got more and more intense, let me tell you. My, my, my shirt flew off at some point. I don't know how that happened. I think it exploded. I think it just burst yes. into flames and shot off of it. <laughs> but from, from Skinner uh, goes to maybe arguably one of my favorite sit-ins I've ever seen the pins oh, when Oscar Lou Schoen came out and played Wild Wild Life with them, which was just amazing. Yes. Yeah, that take- was very special. And just watching Jeremy and his dad together, oh my gosh, that was, I needed that. <laughs> yeah, Dr. Yeah, Dr. Lou is, is a savage, dude. That guy is so much charisma on stage, man. He brought the uh, energy, ten, intensity in 10 cities. He, yeah, everyone on stage was just laughing their asses off the entire the time. Were having a blast. They were all smiling and just laughing, having they such were, a good time with him. They were like, where were you? For stop making cake, Lou. Like, come on, <laughs> right? <laughs> Just imagine yeah. how good that would have been. He even had stage props. He pulls out like a bandage and like yeah. a <laughs> Yeah, I take Twitch and that goes back. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you can't beat that because that's probably going to be like once in a lifetime yeah, experience. Absolutely. Especially in, there, in Baltimore, too. Yeah. I mean, look, playing with the Foo Fighters is cool. Playing with the Pigeons is cooler. Maybe I'm biased. Right. And then they go into another classic, Melting Lights, another sing-along song. Like Ashley's hometown. favorite song. Ashley's OG favorite song. And I was very happy to get that. And the lights that night were great. And then with the um, the thing that they had with their faces in the background... Oh yeah, they busted that out. Oh, that was really cool. Like they had that at Martha's Vineyard where they have like Greg and Egg Carton's old pictures of uh, Gator, Jeremy, and Ben. Yeah, 
I was really yeah. enjoying watching all the pictures come across of the guys. It was really cool. And then after melting lights, they go into uh, another new one, Overtime, which they had been playing uh, pretty heavily during the last Midwest run. So I was able to hear that song. And it's, it's one of, like, like this. or blues, it's hard to it's just a groovy song. I, I just, it's got, I feel like heavy bend bass in there. And just, uh, yeah. it, it's just, it's real smooth. Sorry. I would agree with Tony as it being like a little bit more jazzy. It's like that overtime. overtime. Like a lounge song, like a Vegas, a guy in a lounge in Vegas. Yeah. And then water and Arrivederci, baby. Uh, everyone was definitely chugging on some water if you're up in the crowd. Yeah, yeah, it was I hot was up there. Being given water at this point, <laughs> it was a good time for it. It was definitely very hot. <laughs> and then after that, that uh, the set was starting to close because they bring it down with my own way, which is a little bit more of a groovier song. And then uh, that's another new one. I really like uh, what we were last time. It's like one of those cerebral songs. Uh, to get you thinking, I guess a little bit. Uh, yeah, look, I'm I'm for it. I love my own way. And then you know, just kind of a a good set closer, wind down, and on a new day after that, is to kind of get everybody just after the wild, wild life that we just lived between Henrietta through just you know, Skinner <laughs> melting lights. It was a lot going on. Yeah, yeah. And then really set closer. We both liked on a new day. Yeah, it's a classic for me. I always, whenever they play that, I think of the uh, Pace Studios video on YouTube that they did with that. Every time, it's a good, it's a good song. Uh, but then, set two, they come out. Uh, I ended up going out into the crowd for set two, try to get funky with some, with some flockers, and they came out with low down, which they did a hoe down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I, like it. I like that. Uh, I always have loved Low Down. I think it's a really nice song. It's catchy. I'd like to see them do some more spin off versions of their own songs like that. Yeah, we get the Low Down, the Hoe Down, we get the Bro Down next. Yeah, I want to see Bro Down, dude. Let's go. <laughs> bro Down, Ocean Flows, and the Ocean Flows was. Great, I love the lights. That is my second favorite song, and I normally have to see it as an encore, so to see it as a number two song, that was really nice to get it early. Yep. Yeah, and you knew when they were getting it early that this that this uh set was gonna be smoking hot because they go into Miyagi, which is like I think an instant classic. This song is gonna be just one of these songs that everyone's going to be end up chasing, I feel like, but it's going to be a staple because it's one of those ones that they're really able to explore and jam with. This is the first time I was able to listen to it. And I know Lee was Mr. Feeling it. Mr. Liagi himself was Liagi. feeling it that Liagi. night because <laughs> yeah. Cause he had his bandana ready all weekend, ready to pop that bad boy out. And he definitely did. Uh, for that one and uh yeah like i said uh everyone uh likes that miyagi 
for sure. Yeah. I know the band likes it. I know the family likes it. It's something different. And that's, uh, I like how they can explore a different sound, take a different tone, you know, something a little bit darker, a little heavier, and, and still, you know, still have, it's not like it didn't sound like them. It still sounds like them, but just, just unique songs. So it's, uh, I'm here for it, for sure. Yeah, and then they go into another crowd favorite, uh, something for you. This is my all time. Um, this my all time most seen uh, song by them. It's over like twenty five times now, but I love it. Yeah, yeah. A quarter of the shows that I've been to, I've seen as something for you. Keep track of your set list like that, or yeah, it does. Uh, yeah, so if you go through and mark all your shows, it tells you how many songs you've seen uh, at all the shows. Oh, I, I need to go through and update all that. Yeah. Well, and, yeah, like, someone was talking to me and like after the show, and they are like, so what, is this your 102nd show? Jeez, or whatever. I was like, it's actually my 100. And they were like, oh, my God, like, making fun of me a little, a little bit. But I was like, it's not like I went – I started from my first show and went one – two three all the way up it's just like recently i went back through fantasy tour to like see and yeah. like that's how i ended up coming to know that i was at where i was at so it's not like something like i started out like i'm gonna see pigeons a hundred times right no. i just ended up being where i am at this point in my life but then after that something for you they go into skipjack which was <laughs> Great. Ben was on one the entire night this night. I always love a good skipjack, and that (laughs) one was awesome. Yeah, my heart rate was going hard at this one. I mean, I jumped, like, for the whole song. I'm not jumping the whole time. I'm I'm going hard for skipjack. Yeah. We definitely did. And then from skipjack into the third of their new song is All Right Tonight, and it was All Right, All Right, All Right. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i enjoyed it it's it, the like hook that greg kept saying it was like sin loves company or something like that or something loves company man I can't, like, I can't hear these things again i man. definitely I don't remember, remember liking the night the saturday night new song a lot i remember liking that one yeah, that it stuck with me of all the of the ones. three. Yeah, same. Yeah, I think the I third one got the most reaction online. Did it? At least nice. I've seen the most people talking about the third night. Like, oh, the best one. We'll, we'll have to put a poll up in the group to see uh, whose favorite was uh, which one of the three of their favorites. Right. Yeah. Once the uh, do that, Colin. Yeah, I'll, I'll get right on that, Jake. You got it. But from the new song. <laughs> Broke into, I, I think the Poseidon is where my shirt finally like fell off me or something. I don't know what happened, but uh, uh, yeah, uh, is that one is, that, is well, that part of that story? That's, I think that well, I think it just it was magic. It was like Jeremy hit a lick of Poseidon, my shirt just vanished. So I was like, holy shit, he's, he's taking it, my clothes off his guitar. <laughs> well, the, at th- this point, I'm in the crowd, I'm listening to Poseidon, and it's like kind of going dark. And I'm like with Ben Schoen, Jeremy's brother, in the crowd, and we're like, we're both looking at each other, like, yeah, it's gonna get dark, it's gonna get dark. And then it goes into Born to Run. I'm not <laughs> a, I'm not uh, a big, uh, is it Springsteen? Is that who yeah. this is? Yeah, I'm not a boss. big Springsteen. No, I'm not dude. A Springsteen fan either, but like from the I first mean, time I, I heard it, 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 it everyone's singing along. Everyone knows the words. I mean, come on, how can you get mad at Born to Run? 
Oh, well, I am. So, Greg <laughs> does a good job singing it. Yeah. Yeah, he does. He does a great job singing it and stuff. But I, I would, it, it just, I was hoping it would have gone a little bit darker. But then, but what I was saying with that is like, I started, we, I listened to the boss or whatever. And I was just like, all right, man, I'm going to go get a water here. So we go and get a water. And then I see freaking, uh, Colin and Colin starts giving me the biggest hug in the entire freaking world, telling me, professing his love to me and everything like that. So that's when I think you popped your shirt off because you were getting pretty excited. <laughs> I was pretty excited. Yeah, that sounds like it's about right. <laughs> I, I saw a few pictures the next morning and I was like, ooh, yeah, I had a good time last night. <laughs> you always then, have a good time <laughs> yeah well it, because i was going back and forth to philly every single day like the first night i it was super calm the second night i was like i had to behave still and i said the third night i'm gonna while out and i think i mission accomplished that I and, and then that. some i think you did just that <laughs> so then they wrap up set two with um, another favorite song of mine. I always love when we can get Ben up on on the uh, thing that he jumps off of every time. I love when he winds up like that because you know it's coming. <laughs> Ben's dropping bombs. Exactly. I always love that for a closer. But then yeah, the, what also made this show a special show is this encore because it was pretty much a send-off to old Ricky, Eric, uh, the front of house sound guy that does all the sound and yeah. nugs and stuff, uh, has been with Pigeons for a very long time. So this was his last show, and uh, they did a burning up my burning up my time surreal. Sandwich. Yeah, which is just tasty. I don't care who you ask. That was probably my favorite encore of the whole weekend. I always love the burning up my time surreal sandwich. I love surreal a lot. So that had to be my favorite encore of the weekend right there. And just top it off with the liquid, you know, just like just that little cherry. It went into the liquid after that. It was, it was the best. Yeah. I wasn't expecting the surreal. I had already thought that we had gotten treated to a bunch of stuff and then when lee, they came out with lee that looked like, at oh lee. my gosh lee looked over and he goes ash we're getting a surreal and i was like god i hope so and yeah it, we went into it i was like yes thank gosh <laughs> so happy yes. to see that yeah surreal so much fun a lot i was wondering what was of the burn on my time on car i was like oh <laughs> 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 Whoops, did I say that? Hey man, keep it real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a, not you know, it's 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 strange for encore, but it must have been the only song in that key that they could get in there with. Yeah, I'm surprised uh Eric didn't hop on the horn for a minute because he uh he's done that before. Yeah, I was oh, yeah. kind of expecting something like that to happen when Greg was making his, you know, goodbye announcement and all. Yeah. But last time we had said that uh, that the new there was a new sound guy coming aboard, Chris Alvado uh, from Weird Music in Columbus. Uh, but that he's actually taken the spot of uh, Eric now, so he is the full time sound 
guy for pigeons. He's on tour with them right now. He's in they're they're all in uh Georgia right now. Uh what city is it? Uh, Athens. Yeah, they're in Athens, Georgia, Georgia right now. So uh four unless, Florida. Yeah. Yep. So uh let's do our segment real quick and then we'll go through tour dates and then we'll wrap up the show. Uh I'll start with the flock fashion. Uh, other than Ben's constant uh, costume changes, here's lavender open shirt on uh, Friday night. All, all else I had to add was that Greg, uh, Greg's shoes culminated in a value of over $3,000 this weekend. <laughs> wow. Uh, the, the first night, well, I mean, uh, the last night, the pair of his shoes, I'm not saying he paid that much, but those shoes value resale upwards of $1,500, uh, yeah, $1,500 of staple he was wearing. And then on the second night, he was wearing Paisley skateboard dunks, which are uh, around the 300 $500 range, and he had some... Limited edition, low-top Jordans the first night. I forget which type they were, but also very expensive shoes. And uh, but yeah, He wore uh, them well. He did wear them well. He wore them very well. <laughs> yeah, so uh, three flocking questions, uh, funkin' questions. Yeah. Colin? Ashley, Tony, are you ready? Did you prepare? No. I, no. No. <laughs> So that's like, what? All right, so because I like to do the uh, the, the flock out here, who would win in a fight, Avalanche or Schwantham? Oh, God, how are you going to do um, this to me? Right, I right? <laughs> I would Damn. absolutely have to say Schwantham. Tony, do you yeah, think it's tough. it's tough. But I, that's not to say that Avalanche isn't a very close second to that. It's I, not about what's a better song. It's who's going to win the fight. That's all. Oh, They're both great songs. There's no losers here. Just one's going to walk away more beat up. Yeah, it's it's, it's going to crush it. <laughs> because there's a part to sing along to, even if it's just so. <laughs> Good point. Good point. Good point. It just has right. breakdown from hell. Wait, you don't sing along? I mean, I do. I think I'll do it. Maybe some of us like that. Look who you're talking to, come. Right, right. All right, second question. Where was your guy's first pigeon show? Um, It was at the Stone Pony in New Jersey in 18 or 17. 18. Yeah, hers was February 18, and mine was the uh, Baltimore show in November uh, 2017, the hometown throwdown, the Rams head show with uh, Wright. Nice, nice. I went to the, 18, the 2018 Rams head shows. Rams at the great venue. I, I almost kind of wish that it was available instead of the soundstage to play for the uh, third night in Baltimore. That would have been sick. They sick wouldn't sell the beer. They wouldn't oh, they sell wouldn't? the beer. Well, no, I heard there's so also that's... an event going on there, so it wouldn't have happened anyway. But regardless, um, yeah. third question: uh, If you could see pigeons play anywhere in the world for one show, where would it be? Mm. Hmm. That's a tough one. 
told you you guys got to prepare for these questions. They're not going to be easy ones. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 Egypt? <laughs> nice. A Giza? Yeah, Giza. Where else? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm anywhere tropical. <laughs> Somewhere like. Not bad. You like the sand between your toes, I guess, yeah? Strings and soul or something like that? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Vegas, but like three like three nights or something. Like if I'm gonna like make the trek to Vegas, because we haven't been to Vegas. Yeah, I can Maybe see three nights Vegas run would be sick. You know I'd like to see like a week long Vegas run. <laughs> well, if yeah. you've never been to Vegas, you know it's a terrible idea. Three nights in Vegas is almost too many. A week we would all Yeah, I was about to say a week. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, it's You're going to be homeless and poor after that one. <laughs> well, we don't get, neither of us, I don't, well, I don't get home. Yeah, we don't really do that, though. But we still, Vegas, is, it's, it's, it's yeah, fun, but man, three nights is, I think, where you cap. They did a four-night yeah. fish run there, and by the fourth night, my, my body had enough. And I was in my yeah, 20s. Just <laughs> trying to buy a lighter on the strip, you're going to pay, pay 10 bucks. Oh, God, maybe we don't want to go there. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, right, so, thank you. That was three fucking questions. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, thank you. All right, so let's just run through these real quick, and then we'll be done. So tonight, they are at the Terrapent Beer Company in Athens, Georgia, with Moon Taxi. So they are supporting Moon Taxi. They're on at 7, and Moon, Ta Moon Taxi goes on at 9. And then uh, tomorrow, they're at the Barrow House Ballroom in Chattanooga, Tennessee, which they are headlining. So expect two sets of pigeons tomorrow and then uh the eighth they are going to be in memphis tennessee which oh. they are not the headliners of this small little uh festival that's going on oh. uh so, so moon taxi is the headliner that uh night pigeons goes on before them and then star and micey and garrison star play before pigeons so then after that Memphis show on the 8th, they go to Birmingham, Birmingham, Alabama. Oh, and, God damn. <laughs> and play at the Saturn. God damn and then, Birmingham. And yeah. then the 11th there. Hey, you know what they would, should play down there? Ram Jam, Black Betty. Oh, <laughs> God. That would, if, yeah. yeah. If, yeah, if that's the if they ever play it, that's where they should play it. So I was just thinking of Forrest Gump from the Alabama, from the Birmingham. Yeah, nothing, <laughs> nothing. There's no Forrest Gump song though. No, Greenbow, Alabama. <laughs> but then October 11th, they're at Tipitina's in New Orleans, uh, and then they go down to Florida. Uh, where Colin's going to be at all of these shows. Is that right, Colin? Well, you're not going to see me at Pensacola, unfortunately. I've had to make a grunt decision, and I'm jumping in Orlando. But you'll catch Tampa or St. Pete's, where they call it, Tampa-ish. Oh, but then, yep, ending in Miami, party at my place. Let's, let's close that Sunday out strong. I'm ready to go. Oh, yeah, my gosh. I wish we were going to those. Florida yeah. sounds like a good time. See, I could go see them in Florida. <laughs> Yeah, last time I was there, Florida was fun. Yep, so they finish up their Florida run on the 16th, so then they are off from the 16th until their Halloween shows, 
October 27th at the Stone Pony in Asbury Park, New Jersey, and then October 28th at the Sherman Theater in Stroudsburg, and then the, you you guys will be at those we'll ones? Nice. Both of them? Um, no, Stroudsburg. Okay. We're doing Friday, Saturday, Stroudsburg, New Haven. Nice. Yep. And then the 29th, uh, they are in New Haven at the College Street Music Hall. So then that wraps up their Halloween shows. And then they're off uh, from October until December 2nd, currently, where they'll be at in uh, Charlottesville, Virginia, at the Jefferson Theater for two nights at December 2nd, December 3rd. And then they go up to the Northeast in Burlington, Vermont on December 8th. Uh, December 9th, they're in Albany, New York. December 10th, they're in Syracuse, and then they just announced these yes. festival of melting lights with dogs. Yes. Lit. In Harrisburg. Uh, yeah, these two shows are going to be lit as funk. We're doing and all. We will we're be doing, there. We're doing those three weekends in December. We're doing the uh, Charlottesville, Virginia, and then we're doing uh, what was next? Syracuse. We might only be doing that Saturday. If we can swing Friday, we, we may, but we're definitely, definitely doing, doing Harrisburg. Syracuse. And then the Harrisburg weekend. Hell Very yeah. For those. Yeah, Harrisburg uh, would be fun. Those would be ones to make. The Festival of Melting Lights is going to be great. And yeah. then they don't have any shows announced yet until New Year's uh, run in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania for December 30th and 31st. And it looks like Tiffany and I and our baby and our grandpa are going to be making those shows. Uh, yeah. I, I hope to see least. grandpa and baby on the rail raging the oh, show. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> that's uh, th- a great time. New Year's Eve is going to be lit. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, we'll probably just do the December 31st show just because they're closer to home. And then that just wraps up their tour dates. So thank you guys so much for making this able to happen today. I know that we had some conflict schedules. So being able to get you guys on was great. I appreciate it so much. Thank you guys both so much. Thank you, Colin, for making this through. (laughs) Yeah, so so thanks, guys. Uh, And we'll catch you back here soon after this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. You guys take care. All right. Thanks again, guys. Shout out to the flock.